Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to Block Talk Radio. Can we talk for real? This is Terry, and I want to tell you, welcome to Wednesday night on the radio with me and with my co-host, Michelle. Uh, she'll be joining us in a minute. Um, we are having slight technical difficulties Um I don't know if it was the rain here in Chicago for me, um, but we are on the air, and we'll be having a show that's going to rock the waves tonight, and that I can definitely tell you. So usually we start off talking a little bit about the politics of the United States. If you look on our Facebook page, you did see where we showed you where the delegates was, and um, New York is up next. Excuse me, which is Hillary Clinton's stumping ground. But um, these races, no one can actually call them. Everyone's talking about the polls. The polls are known to be wrong. And in this case, um, I think the last few, they've been wrong. So, you know, we just can't go by that. Isn't that right, Michelle? Well, I couldn't hear everything you're saying, but <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sure you were on point, so, okay. Well, yeah, definitely was talking about the polls, that we can't really concentrate and say the polls are always going to be right um, throughout the election. Well, you know, I mean, I think that at this point, you know, people waste too much time talking about the polls and stuff. You have to talk about what are the issues and what needs to do and getting out people out to vote, so, you know. Right. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So that's definitely true. So how's it going for you over in Michigan? Right now we had rain, rain on top of rain on top of rain. No, that's about it. Uh, you too. Nothing but rain. Mhm. <laughs> nothing but the rain. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So tell mm-hmm. you what, um, I know we have a show tonight that um, we've both been talking about. It's been a hot mm-hmm. topic on a uh, on Facebook page. Uh, I'm excited mm-hmm. to have. The gentleman with us. Uh, I think it's going to be all of all of that and plus on. Yeah, and it's going to be really interesting because we've got four people and their interaction. I mean, it is incredible. So I'm really in this venue to see how they come across. I mean, you know, because <laughs> it's it's like sitting there on a couch with them when you listen to them. Right, right. Because uh, you know, I had people that were like, well. I kind of listened up on Friday. I was like, "Good, that's it. Good. That means that you, you are uh, paying attention when we told you to to listen in." I said, "So, hopefully, uh, that is something that um, is portrayed tonight when we get them on the on the line." So I'm excited. So tell you what, you want to do the disclaimer? Okay, let me see if I've got it. Hold on a second. Sure. Okay. All right, the views and opinions expressed on Can We Talk For Real, blog, talk, radio show, hosts, co-hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. The host appreciates your opinion and your openness. Can We Talk For Real does not condone disrespect to the show content, co-hosts, and or guests. The host or co-host are not counselors and advise you to seek professional consultation if needed. All righty. That sounds perfect. So, now, um, 
tell us a little bit about the four gentlemen that we're about to talk to tonight. And and it's, can we talk for real for a reason, guys? You know, we want you to just put it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like, this is really, there's, we've got four guys, and um, I'm going to let you help me introduce them. Um, we've got four guys and um, who have great personalities. I mean, when you see, uh, to me, when I looked at the first saw their picture, it was like, hey, you know, that, this looks like this is going to be fun, you know. And, and I don't know about you, Sherry, I do have some water to sip on. I don't have any wine, but I do have some water to sip on. <laughs> yeah, Lennox um, McGee is someone who I've known for a while from Chicago. He is one of the co-hosts. He's the executive producer of the SIP. He has joined, and like I said, you can you can feel the chemistry between them, and I, I, I'm looking forward to exploring that. Um, and he shares his co-hosting duties. You see, I'm trying to pull it all up with three other brothers. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean they, they're just the chemistry just bounces off off of each other, which I think is so cool. Um, which is uh, Andre. I know Andre. Andre. He's got, um, yeah, it's like Andre is one of them. And um, I actually looked up Andre, and he's in productions and, and all of that. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, look at him. He was the one that got some of the filming um, in place for Chicago. It kind of solidified mm-hmm. that for a few people. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's Andre Derry. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have Dodd. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's a funny guy. You know, uh, mm-hmm. he's the one that that's serious, but yet um, knows exactly where to go, when to come in. You know what he's doing. So, and I like to, I really want to hear a little bit more about his background. You know what he do. Mm-hmm. And and you know what I think that so we said David died, Lennox Isaac King, and did we say yep. Andre Gary? Yep. And you know, and the thing that that I think that that they're bringing a new a new look. I mean, it's, this is a, it's like a great talk show on the radio, and it's coming from the perspective of these four smart, sassy, sophisticated, suave, you know, funny as hell, uh, black gay men. And, I mean, nothing is, is off, off, off limits. You know, they talk about their personal lives. They get it. I was listening to last week's, and they're talking to um, – Jim Fox, and it was like, it was like she had just sort of come in, in there, and she, they took her, like, on the serious part, but then on the fun part. And I think that it gives, I mean, sometimes we can all be, like, so, so serious. But right. these are real people. I mean, they talked about what's happening in North Carolina. They talked about what's happening in Mississippi. Their reach, and it's not just like, okay, well, let's talk amongst ourselves. They have somebody from NPR was talking to them about that. So their reach is, like, huge. And um, they are part of Urban Broadcast Media, which is talking about building people and communities and partnerships. And I'll tell you, I listened when I first turned on. I'm not going to lie. I had heard, you know, some – it wasn't the broad – what they were advertising for the show, for the station. I was going to, like, oh, how do they fit in there? Because it was, like, a couple and – they talk about uh, like it sounds like a straight couple. We're talking about relationships and it's a little bit of religion touch. And I'm going like, oh wait a minute, how are they gonna fit in there? And you know how they fit in there? <laughs> Just right. 
So I'm going I'm to get yes, my sir. glass and get ready for my sip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So and let's bring them out. Okay. Let's do this. So now, gentlemen, we are working with two different devices because tonight I've had a slight little bit of difficulties, but we're going to get it up. First coming in, um, actually, I have Isaac. Okay, now. Hello. Hey, Isaac, how are you? Oh, I'm so good. Um, oh my god, I'm so excited. I we just, are uh, too, we I, are too. <laughs> yeah, I just listened I, to uh a few minutes of you guys, um and it was uh it was amazing. And thank you for the intro, like that was like that was really cool. Oh no problem. No problem. We also got Linux on the phone, so Yeah. Hey, yes. hey, welcome. Yes. Hey, that that introduction was absolutely fantastic. That is exactly what we want to hear when we're introduced on the radio. So this is perfect. Fantastic. perfect. Thank you so much for having us on the show. Oh, we love it. And we got David. Hey, David. Hi, I'm here. He's here. <laughs> I, thought I, had, I thought I had Andre, but I don't see him on the line. He may be calling in shortly. I think he, we just well, literally he got called phone. in. Y'all say he called oh, in, and I saw the number, and then... He'll it, call oh, back, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, perfect, perfect. So, mm-hmm. hey, fellas, how's it going? It's it's Good. going great. Well, it's raining here in Chicago, so it's not that Yeah, good, I know. It's, it's mm-hmm. good here in Chicago. How about, hey. how about Michigan? You guys are in Michigan, right? Yeah, no, I'm yeah, in it's, Chicago. It's, it's, it's raining. No, well, I'm in Michigan, Michelle, but it's raining here. We've got pretty much the same weather that you've got in Chicago. Yeah. Ah, I see. So that'll gotcha. mean it'll be snow at any moment, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, moment, in Chicago. And then summer. Yeah. Well, in Chicago, I mean, you have like when in the winter time or springtime when you have like clouds, you know it's gonna be like warm. But then when you see like when you see sunshine, you know it's like freaking so bitterly cold. Like I mean, yeah. it's, it's terrible. So it's, it's just you know. It's just how we live. <laughs> well, you know, this is, a, this is a time of year, like, to me, like, last week when I walked by and saw the little little flowers poking up, I'm going, like, oh, baby, no. <laughs> and we got one more cold spell, you know, because you're like, there's always that hopeful little bud that comes out. And, you know, this is the Midwest, you know? Summer yeah. today, uh, winter tomorrow, summer, you know? <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> Chicago is two seasons, winter and construction. So exactly, you, exactly. When you live here, you just—I mean, I hate when people complain about it. It's like then just move because you know what you're—you know what you signed on for. Exactly, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't like the cold here in Chicago, but guess what? This is home. Exactly, this is home. <laughs> well, I think the past two weeks, guys, we've gotten. Um, no, I wasn't. This is David. I was I'm actually from Washington, D.C., and then I moved to Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm telling about the age. <laughs> 17 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he was 17 when he moved from D.C. <laughs> right, I was 17. Just a year or two ago, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. For about five years no, ago, no, he's no. to keep you legal. No, no, no. That, mean, that means he's only 18. He just turned 18. Yes, I'm, I'm 18 and, and, and fabulous, uh, but no, that's that's where I'm from. And so 
I've been here ever since. Chicago, I think, has become uh, my love city is what I call it. So no matter where I go, I always love to come back here no matter what. So. Uh-huh. Good, good, good. Well, we, actually, we go I want to say something really quickly. I, we, your show, Can We Talk, is such an inspiration to us. Um, you guys talk about a lot of different issues, and you address some of the things that are not talked about in mainstream media. So we want to commend you guys, too, because you guys have been an inspiration for us to get this yeah. show started off the ground. So thank you for that. I'm call. giving cyber claps right now. Cyber <laughs> claps. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. So, well, now, I you like guys motivate me. Um, I like the way that you, uh, you know, it does seem like though that you guys are just like, when you re, are you all in the same space? Or is, I know that or sometimes you're calling in, but it feels like, you know, it's like Friday night. Let's all head over to Lennox's house, break open this bottle of wine, <laughs> and let's and mm-hmm. let's just. I mean, the, these a, these bottles of wine, these well, oh, there are multiple these, bottles yeah. of wine, but <laughs> plural. But yes, we are all in the same space. We've only not been in the same space once. Well, we've only had three shows, and David mm-hmm. was on assignment in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Miami. I heard about David in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> David was David was on assignment in Miami, and you know, because he gets all the assignments. What's really funny about our connection uh, to the show, like for five years ago, I had this idea for this show um, because I just, I got really annoyed with the fact that people on the Tom Jordan morning show or Ricky Smalley show had all these gay characters that were like caricatures or comic release. And I was like, we are smart. We can talk about things intellectually. So um, I partnered with David. David and I have been friends for like more than a decade, and um, mm-hmm. he bought on Isaac and Dre. So we're kind of like Dre and um, Isaac and I are are, are, are new friends. So a new friends, first, yeah. Had, but yeah, the synergy was just there, and so I was like, yeah, this is going to be a great show. We all connect. We can bounce off each other. We get each other's jokes, and so I think that's one of the recipes that makes this show so great. Um, um, for our listeners, and and that we have a good following of people that love us and uh, uh, like what we say, so so it, it, it's it's kind of cool though. Like we just literally kind of met, and now we're like you know best friends forever. Mean it, right, right, know, right. Kind of yeah. uh-huh. Now 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 none of now none of us can get rid of Linux. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So but, um, Lennox, you said that when, a while ago. You you know you listened to Steve Harvey's. You listened to you know uh, Ricky Smiley, and it was the image they were kind of portraying. You know, uh, gay men as more so. Um, when you first when you first heard it. What were your thoughts? And then right when you got the show started, knowing that you would show exactly what you guys are like, the the real, you know, men, you know, in the LGBT community, what were your thoughts then? Yeah. Was it like, was it a sweetness? Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it was, actually. Actually, I remember the exact moment. I was in the car driving uh, somewhere, and I heard um, Ricky, I was on the Ricky Smiley show. I was listening to the Ricky Smiley show, and they were talking about, 
they had this uh, pastor on there talk about why, oh, they were talking about love and hip hop. And um, they were talking about the gay characters that were coming out and how it was kind of like, you know, ruining the black male image. I literally got on my phone, called the producer and said, please, please put me on the air so I can talk intellectually about this subject because your guy sounds like, a, sounds like an idiot. So, but they didn't put me on the air. But anyway, so it was that moment. Of course. That, of course they did. But it was that moment that I realized that this, I, I have to do this show now. Like I've been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But I was like, I have to do this show because – that the person that they had on the show did not speak for me, and and you know, and we love Tommy Bennett, and he's been on um, a couple shows too. But his voice, his perspective, doesn't speak to me at all either. Like I don't, I don't connect with his views. He's not the gay black male that I hang out with, you know. So I wanted to um, create a show where it was uh, a different type of gay black male. Uh, the intellectual kind, the one that can talk about politics like that Isaac does or about health care or education like Dre does and the person they talk about relationships and other, all these other public relations marketing things that, that David does. It was just a really great connection to have all these three, four, five, four guys, four guys on the show that you do not hear or see on Zoe, that BT show with Brandy with her gay assistant, um, mm-hmm. Portrayed in the mainstream media, so that was really, really important for me that we do a lot of uh, stuff that's different, um, and that we also get different points of views. Like, like, like you guys said earlier, we had somebody on the NPR on the ground in Mississippi to talk about the anti-gay laws, and next week I'll be in North Carolina on the ground talking to uh, a gay black male to see how those see how the anti-gay laws there has um, affected his his life. So, I mean, we, we want to do things like, you know, like that. We, I, we like to consider ourselves, we're like the view that meets NPR, that meets the real, but then we have sex with NPR. That's kind of like, you know, I, like I, <laughs> 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 so, I, I So, picture, yes. even your Even your picture does that because it's like, I mean, yeah, you got – you got two who are rocking the glass. I mean, but you it comes across <laughs> like, okay, the, you're, you're smart. I mean, but at the same time, there's that fun, and it's like, you know, like, hey, you know, these are people you want to hang with. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's got that, and, and, I, and I ain't talking about him, but nobody's got that wild Cornell West look, you know, with, right. you know, where they're going to be talking about. It's like, like, hey, hey, look, hey, like, look um, I, lo- I love Cornell West, okay? Mm-hmm. He's just a little crazy. Okay. You know, really, you know? Just, just a little. <laughs> He's just a little crazy, but I love him, and I I do think that he speaks from his heart. But mm-hmm. yes, we do try to we do try to portray, um, not portray, but we are we 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 give what we are, and we mm-hmm. are smart black gay men. We are that. There's there's nothing we can do to get around that. You know what I mean? Like we we uh-huh. can we get we 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 can try we can try to not be that, but it wouldn't work, because that's yeah. who we are. You know. And, and so, go ahead. You no, know, I was just gonna say we're just we're, we're versatile too. I mean, we can spill the tea and we can talk about foreign policy. You know, like that's, that's who uh-huh. we are. That's who we are. So we want to. I mean, I, 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 
I don't think that's what you just said, Linux is a very perfect example of of what it is. I always talk, Linux always laughs at me when I say this. The community is colorful. I mean, I think one thing mm-hmm. I enjoy about our community is the fact that we have kind of like, you know, both ends of the spectrum. We may have, you know, someone who may be very feminine and, you know, and carries himself in that particular way. Or we may have someone who could be a little bit more masculine on the opposite end, or maybe just someone in between. But regardless of any of that, it doesn't take away from, you know, our scholastic aptitudes. It doesn't take away from the fact that we're impacted by a lot of the issues or a lot of the things that are happening or happening within the country. And so we, unfortunately, just there's not many platforms that we as black gay men can really talk about these issues. I mean, more or less, I may talk about them with my friends and at a house party or what have you, but we're not really sharing these ideas and thoughts to a broader audience. And I think it's about time. I mean, it's about time. I mean, all these laws have passed. We still got ways to go. But, you know, we we have seen some, some great strides happen within the LGBTQ community. Unfortunately, sometimes, I hate to say this, the face is never black, you know, yeah. and and uh-huh. you know, and we are we are black and brown faces, and we are just as much need to be represented, you know, just like any other group, and that actually put out there. So I just think this is it's about time. It's this opportunity to really get out there for us to kind of be that. I would say, you know, the beginning. I think of a movement, as Lennox always likes to say. Uh, the beginning oh, of a movement. he hates that. He hates that. Term, David actually. hates it. He hates it. I, I hate it, but he hates because everything is a movement with Linux. Yeah, everything is a movement with Linux. <laughs> but I think, but I think that's exactly kind of what this is, and, and we've got the responses that we've gotten have been totally amazing, and I think people are very shocked to see that you know we're coming out the gate with like really great stories and actually celebrity guests and bringing on Kim Fox, as you guys talked about at the top of the show. And yeah, you Kim, know, Kim like, Fox came on and we were like, okay, we are kind of like doing some shit, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. oh, I, 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 I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you swear on your show, but I swear. Oh, this is Kim, we talk for real. Because I'm talking for real, okay? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly what this is. Can we talk about that? So we call it that. Okay. Okay. And you know what? I think too that by by just looking at you and what you're doing, it's like you know people want to always put us in a box. Okay. You know, some kind of box. But you're just like, now I ain't no box here. You know, you're just like, boom, right out there. And there's someone, and that really helps the movement because if someone is going like, well, if they're gay, why they're going to be wanting to do my hair and look like this and that and the other, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she wouldn't think about fashion. When you were talking about Kim Fox, it was like, you know, like, girl, I can hook you up. You know, it's like, it's right. all of that. It's all of it. So it's like, and, that and to on me top is moving of that, it. Exactly. And then on top of that, the Black Lives Matter, the Black Lives Matter movement is totally headed completely by lesbians. Okay. Yes. They were honored last night on. They were honored last night on Black Ass Rock. So yeah. you you can't tell me that we're not here for the community at the, simultaneously when when the community is not here for us. 
We everywhere. Mm-hmm. But before you say anything okay. else, um, I assume that this is Mr. Man. Hey, Andre, how you doing? Hey, how are you? <laughs> oh, Andre. Nice to meet you, ladies. Hey, Andre. Nice to meet you. I've been here eavesdropping and listening. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> so welcome aboard. Thank you. You now, guys are groundbreaking. One of you is married, though, and the rest of you are single. Is that right? Yes. I'm not married. I'm in a relationship, but the rest of okay. the uh, the rest of us are single. Yeah. So, so cool. well, David is. Lady. David is really single. Who was in Miami? Who was in Miami? And y'all were talking David. about it so bad. David. David. Who was in Miami <laughs> being a thought? Oh wow! <laughs> he was being a sophisticated lady on the beach. <laughs> David was in Miami being a thought, and yeah, he was on assignment while being a thought. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, well, that's what yeah. David, but David is. Um... <laughs> okay, David now, is one now, of those fellas. Let's. Let's talk. Let's talk to Andre real quick since he just joined yeah. us. Yeah, let, let Andre get get that. Andre, you you late right. the game, but we want you. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> tell us. Tell us a little bit about the, you. you know how I'm you came to be a part of this. So um, I came a part of this. Um, I've known David for ten plus years now. I can't believe. Well, when I look at my beard turning snow white, I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> and then I've known, you know, Lennox you know, here and there over the years, but we weren't able to like, you know, form a friendship as we've been able to do now. And then Isaac I've known over the years also, and I had a chance to work with him professionally on a short film two summers ago. And so I came about, you know, as Lennox likes to say, a movement because it's really important to show different spectrums of who we are as black gay men that we're out and we're present. And it's important to remind the present and also, I say, the seasoned members of the community that we've always been here, and we need yeah. to be present for those that are coming up to have the courage to be themselves in a space, in a space where it's not always safe, and not just behind closed doors, but professionally and personally, you can just be who you are. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. You better preach, so guys. So you in the book now. You in the book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So each one of you have a specialty. You have you have that specialization that you are the best of what you do. David, what's yours? Um, well, I come you from, me out first? like Lennox said. <laughs> right, I'm like, okay. Um, well, I come from the, you know, marketing, advertising, and communications world, and that's how Lennox and I started our, our friendship. Actually, um, I think when Lennox was at Indigo, I think that's how we first came across each other. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we met it in, um, you know, that continued. But that's kind of the realm that I've stuck in. I mean, but outside of that, um, I've also just been very passionate about my community and have kind of taken my skill set and be able to produce events for the community, whether it's through companies that are my own or through some of the nonprofit organizations that I work with in the city, AIDS Foundation of Chicago, I mean, Windy City Black Pride. Um, and, and a few others. So I've kind of taken that craft of what I love to do and really bring it home to the community. So that's kind of, you know, what, what I bring to the table, I feel. And, you know, of course, that segues into relationships, which is, you know. Um, ironic. <laughs> ironic. Because, <laughs> um, a lot of my work is built on relationships. Um, and 
Um, but unfortunately, as I have with these wonderful friendships, I've been unlucky in the love department. Uh, but, you know, it's okay. I, I'm very hopeful, and we'll see what happens. But pretty much that's what I bring to the table. <laughs> All of that. Uh-huh. All of that. You, guys, you, you guys talk about my laugh. David's laugh is just as wicked. <laughs> It it's like, very, yeah. it's very. My mom said, "Well, my mom and some other people told me that my laugh is very kind of like a cross between like Eddie Murphy and I'm not even sure who my, but I laugh just like her, so it's okay." Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think it's awesome, but I'm just saying well, we had a whole drinking contest two weeks ago about my laugh on the show, so whatever. Oh, okay. oh, right, we did. <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. But yes, Isaac, we did. you're up next. Oh, okay, so what's the question? Okay, <laughs> so back to the is this the same question I'm asking all you see. Everybody get ready. Pay what is life. your specialization? <laughs> what is the specialization that you bring to this whole component before you? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I think that I bring a sense of um, of being real about everything. I'm a realist. I'm an Aquarian, so uh, that's how we are. Um, okay. I also I also am a I'm a fashion stylist, so uh, I have I do a lot of the corporate stuff and some celebrity stuff, and you know. I'm not really crazy about the celebrity stuff. I'm 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 a I think I'm a different fa- fashion stylist because I don't feel that I really want to do celebrity styling because it's really too much. I don't want to deal with the egos. You're like I don't need your ego because I have enough of my own. Okay, so that's how I feel. Well, um, I think you bring politics to to our and to and, the and, whole. and and. and and then, and then, like ever since I was a child, I've always been obsessed with politics. So, I've, I mean, since I mean, literally since like Ronald Reagan till now, like I got you, like whatever you want to know, I got you. And <laughs> I, I am, you know, a totally political person. So, you know, I'm, you know, I'm feeling the burn right now. Um, uh-huh. I have Hillary, Hillary Clinton cream for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have Hillary creams, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> and and at the, but at the same time, like you know, like whoever loses, like I'm gonna vote for it. Whoever wins, you know what I mean? Like it's fine. Like I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna stay progressive yet. You know, democratic yet slightly socialist because I'm feeling the burn. You know, so <laughs> that is what it is. And so I think that I I bring like a, 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 I think I think I bring a weird thing where like I'm really into fashion, but at the same time I'm really I'm really into politics, and like that really hasn't been represented, like you know, on you know like. As far as like the internet, as far as like you know reality shows, whatever, there's never been a black guy like me who is you know kind of shallow yet deep. 
<laughs> so, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, okay. and that's and so, so so yeah, that's who I am. Okay. All right. Uh Andre. We're leaving you last, so you 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 got time okay. to get to it together. Thank you, Google himself. <laughs> so I you know, I you know, I bring a lot, you know, to this to the group and to the listeners. Um, one of the things that, you know, I'm passionate about is community. And, you know, um, similar to Isaac, you know, I'm a realist too. Um, I'm also very fiery when it comes to, you know, just that development and healthy well-being, you know, when it comes to whether it's, it's dating or just ourselves and, you know, finding, you know, that, you know, we just need to take care of ourselves, you know, and a lot of pe- a, a lot of us are just dealing with a lot because we are, you know, um, ostracized or challenged for who we are. So it's good to, you know, just connect and know that, you know, we need, we need fellowship, intimacy, um, not just sex all the times, but that is, you know, an important part of, you know, um, of feeling good, you know, with so much that's going on too. Um, you know, so all those aspects, you know, I bring to the table, you know, as we talk about the show, you know, we're finding that work-life balance. Mm. Yeah. And with Andre's segments that that's coming up on the show, we're going to like discover more about mental health, mental mental health in the Black gay community, which is huge. Depression. Um, we're going to get a better understanding of prep. So I mean, in I think uh, our second episode, we had a fitness guru come in and show us how to stay fit and like you know for spring and summer, like it's. It, it goes across the gamut. So I think his health segments will really um, give us a platform to talk about health issues that gay black men really don't talk about. I mean, I, don't, I didn't even mm-hmm. talk about it beforehand until we really got into uh, introducing this segment. So, yeah, that's he's great at that, at that point. And thanks for adding that. And I think the other thing, too, with that, you know, sometimes I think what I find within our community is that, you know, Within the community or even outside of the community, we are more than HIV AIDS. Yeah, you know, black you. gay men, yes. we're, we're so. black men, and you know we suffer from the same elements that the rest of our community suffers from, whether it's heart disease, diabetes, sickle cell, Pro- I mean, various cancer, prostate yeah. cancer. I mean, various diseases yeah. anal cancer across the board. <laughs> Whoa, anal cancer, yeah. Well, very, just very, you know, across the board. And so I think this is an opportunity to really start talking about some of those health issues that typically we don't talk about within our community because we're so focused on HIV-AIDS and not that there shouldn't be any less focus, but I think we need to direct some attention towards other aspects of our health that's also important. So I think this is it's a great segment for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really does give us a chance to talk about things that we would not normally talk about especially on in mainstream media or even amongst our friends uh, sometimes you know anal cancer seems to be a huge deal right now in the gay community um in the gay black community and so it, it just our radio show gives us that platform to talk about those issues authentically and we keep it real you know so okay all right mr lennox well, I, I'm going to preface this by saying because they're going to all probably laugh because they call me Mr. NPR. 
because I love you. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I wake up to NPR every day. There ain't nothing wrong yes, with that. Yes, and I love you for that. <laughs> nothing Thank wrong you. with that. That's right. <laughs> I go I go to sleep to NPR. I wake up to NPR. I, there I love you NPR. go. I, I'm a huge fan of storytelling. Um, the reason I became a journalist is because I became so engrossed with people's stories. And Oprah had said this a long time ago on one of her shows how people just want to be validated. People just want their stories to be heard. And that resonated with me. Uh, and that actually what influenced me to become a journalist. So on this show, I, I really try to do, like, on-the-ground stuff. Like I want, like, if, if someone's, like, you know – dying of anal cancer in South Dakota, and they're, and they're black and gay. I want to go there, and I want to talk to them. I want to talk to their family. I want to talk to everybody. I want to get their story. I want to tell the people. I want to tell the world about it. So for um, our show, my thing is news. Um, our very, like, I think it was our first episode. Our first episode, we had someone from the Ivory Coast. No, second episode, I'm sorry. Our second episode, we had someone from the Ivory Coast talking about the terrorist attacks that went on there. Uh-huh. It was not uh-huh. being reported at all in the news. Brussels was getting most of the uh most of the uh, yep. uh media coverage uh for the terrorist attack. But no one knew that nineteen people were lately killed on a beach in the Ivory Coast by Al Qaeda. Like shooting random black people, Africans on But yeah, but yeah, but it wasn't Al Qaeda, it was Boko Haram. Uh-huh. No, it actually it was Al Qaeda actually. I'm an NPR well, 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 that was it was Arkaya. It was Arkaya. Anyway, because yeah. they're an extension of they're yep. an extension. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'll, give you that, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that. One. But no, so um, yeah, so we um, so we we found the journalist on the ground in the Ivory Coast in um in Cote d'Ivoire, and she from Voice of America, talked to us about what was going on there. So those types of stories that are not represented in mainstream media or on CNN or anything like that is our outlet to tell, is our outlet to tell, to tell those stories. We actually had a, little, a bit of a battle between the four of us trying to figure out, do we want to talk about Brussels or do we want to talk about Abbey Coast? Right, I'm right, like, hey, exactly. Let's go with the place that no one's getting any attention of and that we can garner, maybe garner some attention about it, and maybe they can get some extra help or whatever. And we can shed some so, light. And we can shed some light. Shed some light. Yeah. 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 I'm the guy that wants to go interview Boko Haram <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and and I'm going to be in the fetal position like, oh, my God, is Lennox okay? Is he okay? Is he okay? <laughs> And I'll be sitting with a driveway moment going, that's what it's, that's what it's. That's So my component to the show really is to just tell stories from people, like the ordinary people, um, and have them come to light. Because like, our, really, our show really is a, uh, a show for everyone. We want to hear everybody's story. I mean, like we we can yeah. we can get the celebrities, we can get you know the pundits, we can get you know the entertainers through them. I mean, we want to hear about you know Trayvon. Real shit. You know, we want to hear yeah, about real issues. Mm-hmm. Yes, real issues, real mm-hmm. issues that affect our community and outside our community. 
because it's a show for everyone. It really is. I mean, as much as we, we, we're a gay black band and we want to focus on the LGBT black life, um, but we realize there's more to that, than, you know, than that. You know, it's, 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 there are things outside of our community that still affect us directly as human beings, as Americans, you know. So so I, I bring right. the news components. So all the new stuff you hear is me fighting for to get on the air. <laughs> it's, it's me. So, uh, yeah, that's that, that's my contribution. Uh, do you guys disagree Most a good. lot? <laughs> Oh, oh, you guys disagree a lot. On we disagree a lot. We disagree a lot. <laughs> yes. M- mostly yes. with David, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Then we mediate. <laughs> mm-hmm. David is no, actually I'm the just, mediator of all of us. I, I think. Yeah, I typically mediate. I typically, I guess, what happens in the dynamic is that. I'm probably probably I would say probably between me and Dre, but probably most of me. Yeah. I'm probably yeah. the one that's always like, Okay, hey guys, let's you know, let's talk this out, let's figure it out, let's figure out what we're gonna do, how right. we're gonna handle it, who's gonna take care of what. Like I just operationally that's just how I work. Um and so after I get through the operation part, then we can deal with the crazy. So as long as that, we understand, you know, what we're yeah, doing, that's, we can do the crazy. That's true. Um, yeah. So that's where it is. I, um, so that's kind of I, what happens between us. I have a unique personality where I am extremely blunt and unfiltered. So um, if I love you and I care about you, I'm going to tell you exactly what I feel, when I feel it. If I, you know, if I, and so it, it sometimes amen uh, to that. causes some disagreements in the group. But um, yeah, David and Dre seem to mediate it pretty well. But yeah. So that's I guess but, I'm that, but that's be, that's because that's because Linux and I are like more I don't know we're I think Linux and I are more edgy yeah on <laughs> on the on the on the air edgy yeah we are <laughs> we really are whatever don't don't read me right now okay I'm just saying edgy no I'm I'm not reading you I'm saying that I'm saying that Linux and I are more like, you know, we're we're like it, we're like we're immediate with what we say on on the air. We're like, okay, okay, you know what? That that That's sounds true. ridiculous. And I think before I yeah, I think before sometimes I say stuff, but I always drop curse words just like you do too, Isaac. Oh, because you know I lo- I love a good curse word. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, 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 I try to refrain. Mhm. I know that David's you know like, it's a, a really a really good flow. When all of you are there, but what happens? Like, say if you have a guest, and Linux, you say, "Okay, I got this one." But then when the guest gets there, you two aren't clicking, or something is going. Uh, uh, it's, it it's hasn't not going happened. The way you do. It oh. hasn't happened. It hasn't oh, happened just yet. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. But nope. trust me, I so have do you a, plan? Do you plan that in advance? Like, so and so is coming on. Okay. You'll take the lead, or this person will take the lead, or oh yeah, we'll start talking yeah. about this and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Usually, um, Linux Linux is our fearless leader. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me ever. <laughs> I know, and the and, and the and the last time I will say it. <laughs> so. <laughs> No, when we, when, we, when we book guests on the show, we do, like, so, like, for example, we are, um, 
we're going to be having the African uh, city um, cast mm-hmm. on the show. I don't know if you guys heard of them, but they're like uh-huh. the second, yeah, I, the black mm-hmm. second city. But we're going to have the cast on the show um, this week. So we kind of go through and figure out who likes who celebrities. Like, you know, there's some people that I just don't want on the air. Like, I don't care about the name they love. But um, so I probably won't run that interview. But, um, for example, Don Lemon is tentatively scheduled to probably be on our show uh, later in May. Uh, now, that's what I'm realizing about. I'm like, oh, we don't need to have film on. But um, so so Don, I I did Don's first cover story for his for Indigo when I was the arts and entertainment editor. So Don and I have known each other for years, and I I I enjoy his personality. I mean, I enjoy his politics, but whatever. Um, and the rest of the group kind of hates him, hates him. So I'll probably run that interview. <laughs> okay. I don't hate okay. him, by the way. Let me just say that. Let me say that. I don't either. <laughs> no, 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 no. None of us hate him. None of us hate but him. Wait. You dislike but him? I'm just gonna, just but, but I'm just dislike him. But, I, but, I, but I'm just going to say, hey, Don, and then that's probably going to be it. Well, I think... Um, bye, Don. Well, right. Um, bye, Don. Bye, Don. Bye, Don. Bye, Don. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think... Well, I do think that you know, there are going to be moments on the show that we're going to have, you know, controversial guests or that we need mm-hmm. to bring controversial guests on. I mean, mm-hmm. Don Lemon is one of those. I mean, let's just put it out there. I mean, he, he is a black gay man. And, you know, mm-hmm. he has, even, even before, let's, before talking about, you know, let's say gay issues per se, you know, just the issues that he has, you know, been involved in from a black perspective, you know, are, are really, are really sharky. Well, yeah, hmm. Ferguson and a lot of other ones, Ferguson. but just very, very shocking. And I hmm. think that, I think that you know, it's great to kind of bring that perspective on. I'm not saying that I agree with his points of view. There could be others who do, but I do think that it's something that we should discuss and really, you know, and really talk about because everyone don't everyone doesn't have the same belief systems and value systems. Um, and so we have to talk about that and see what the happy medium is. And I think that's an opportunity where we can, you know, say, okay, hey, Don, now you tried it a little bit with, you know, with this or that, but did you think and, about and, this and how it impacts this? And so just, I yeah, just think with yeah. this overall, that's one of the things that, you know, we should do. We shouldn't steer away from controversy, you know, whatever. So some of the guys that, you never. know, we have come up with, yeah, never. Some of the guests we have come up with, you know, we're like, okay, child, do we really want to go there with this? You know, we even ask <laughs> yes, we do. that. Yes, we you do. Know, <laughs> Well, well, right, and I think when we when we think about that, I think the goal of thinking about it is directionally, how do we want to position, you know, the topic? How do we want this person to feel when we're talking about the topic? How do we want the whole entire thing to go? Are we trying to ruffle mm-hmm. the feathers, or do we just want to really, you know, say, you know, put our opinion no. or thoughts out there or another opinion? So we we think about that wholly, you know, before we make a decision as to what guests to bring on, so... No, and you and you know and you know David like literally I really thought about my Kim Fox questions and when it came time for me to ask her my first question I was like let me just go to the actual question that I want her to answer like mm-hmm. for real for real and you know can we talk for real um yeah. so <laughs> uh-huh. so 
I asked her, you know, did she think there was a cover-up in the Laquan McDonald case so that Ron McDonald, Ron, what, what, Ron Emanuel. Ron, Ron Emanuel. I, I called him Ron McDonald. Right. Oh, yeah, my you God. Did. Ron <laughs> Emanuel. Right here. But that, that was a Freudian slip. Sorry, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I asked her if she thought there was a cover-up so that he could get reelected, And I was basing my whole next vote on, you know, for, for November. I was mm-hmm. basing my whole vote on mm-hmm. what she said in that question. And she answered it. So amazingly, and so like she spoke to my soul, and I said, "You know what? From this point on, I'm Kim Fa. I, I'm I'm Team Kim Fa. Team Kim Fa. <laughs> like she's amazing. Like I really thought that she answered the question well, and she spoke to my values, yeah. and my values are obviously her values." So we're gonna. We're, we're, I'm just gonna go with that. Yeah. But let me say one thing about your about your Kim Fox interview. For what mm-hmm. you just said, I think a lot of people knew of her name, knew a little bit about her, but listening to that interview, I think you let people know exactly who she is, where she wants to go, how she wants to do it, and who she's really representing, which is everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I thought you you really put a human face on her when it was like, you know, what about on those days? And she said, and she went into about like, how yeah, sometimes, you know, she had to put her personal stuff aside, put on Mm -hmm. that face. And people think it's so easy. And I thought that that was really good in that interview, the way that, you know, you guys like, you took her from like talking about, you know, was there a cover up to I'm in I'm in the dressing room with my daughter. I mean to I know, that I you like right. you peeled back right. layers and it was great. Yeah. It was that moment oh, that it humanized her for me when she was like, Oh, I'm yeah. in a I'm in a dressing room right now with my daughter trying to pick out some skinny jeans. I was like, Oh my gosh, she's a mom. She's huge. <laughs> yeah. It was that, that was, moment that I was like, Oh wow. That was everything. Real... That was everything for us. I, I, I think it was everything for her. It was obviously everything Definitely. for for y'all. It and it was everything for me. Like mm-hmm. I, I I was like, you know what? Okay, now I'm gonna I'm gonna now I'm gonna totally vote for you and in November. Okay, did you all get up and do a little happy dance? Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh honey, oh honey, we sip. And to go back to your question about our, our guests, I think we want we don't want people that agree with us at all. Like that's like that's a uh-huh. goal for me. I don't want anyone to, on our show that agrees with us because that just is a boring show. Who wants to hang out with people that agree with us uh-huh. all the time? Uh-huh. So I, mean, I would love uh-huh. to get Walter on the show, Donald Trump on the show. Um, we actually were trying to get someone who just got out of a relationship with the guy because he was a Donald Trump supporter. He was a black gay guy living in New York. He was supposed to be on our show, um, but he didn't make, he didn't get get a chance to make the call, but he was supposed to be on our show. And we completely disagree with Trump politics. And we just wanted to talk to the uh-huh. black gay guy 
above being a Trump supporter. But, um, yeah, so we want people that are totally different than us. Totally different. Because right. like, you only meet certain types of gay black men, I think. Um, and yeah. we want to open the, the – the, we want to broaden the perspective of what a gay black male is in 2016. So, so in 2016, that's why I'd like to see you guys do, too, because we talk about it a lot on the show. In our own community, we don't even recognize each other when we walk down the street, and we know it. Nope. I mean – Yep. I look. I mean, nope. There's no way you nope. can tell I'm not gay because I, I I I'm a stud. That's just it. So I can walk <laughs> past a gay man and I know he's gay because he's like my woman. And it's like, hey, look, uh, let's speak to each other. We family. He'll turn his head or I'll turn. You know, and it's like, uh, hello. It's as terrible. we go past each other, I know it's terrible. It's we terrible. don't recognize. Awful. We don't. But we'd be upset when somebody else wants to treat us some kind of way, but we don't even treat each other right. You know, and we have an, another thing that, you know, you were talking about how you wanted to talk about different subjects. And we have done shows like on domestic violence or sexual assault. And we can get a lot of sisters to come up, but it's like sometimes you, we might get a caller who says, you know, well, it, it does happen to brothers, too. And that's mm-hmm. it. But we don't want to talk about it, you know, or hey, hey, some hey. message. So is and that one of the areas that you hope to do? Yeah. Hey, oh, that's oh, why I asked the question that I asked. I'm sorry, David. Were you talking? No, go ahead, no, that was That was, that, that was no, go, ahead. go ahead, Dre. No, I was just going to say that's why I brought up that question, because it goes undocumented. So many men, and it's straight or gay, but, you know, it's really undocumented within our community also when it comes to that domestic violence. So I was glad to hear Kim Fox answer that question and say, you know what, I want people to be comfortable. And she was able to say, you know what, I'm comfortable talking about sexuality. And I think that speaks mm-hmm. volumes mm-hmm. because it's very mm-hmm. subjective. Sometimes we just go on people's like, you know, maybe a, a little frown. I, I don't know if I feel comfortable talking to you, but so many, I, I find that there are a lot more people in support that are silent you know, and supportive, yep. and we need to continue to let people know I'm here for support. You can talk, and I can give you the resources and help you get those resources so that you are safe. Exactly. And, and just, just to add to that point, I mean, that's a very personal issue for me as well. I mean, I was in a relationship for nine years, mm. and it was both verbally and physically abusive, and I remember many instances where I had to call the cops or call the police, and they literally would just laugh and look at me like I was insane. Like, oh, you guys are two guys, you can handle it. So, yeah, those issues are definitely, absolutely going to be in our show um, and address um, because there was no outlet for me to go and talk to someone. I mean, I could talk to my parents, but... They, they still didn't get it because they're from a different generation. They're not really used to same-sex violence, you know, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it, so we, mm-hmm. we hope that our radio show would really capture and really have um, people call in and tell us those stories and, you know, mm-hmm. figure out a way to talk to somebody about it. I mean, therapy right. works, but, I mean, it's always great to have someone that you connect with that understands you, that's a like you, that knows Very what you're going and and I and yeah. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that as well. I mean, I've been impacted by domestic violence and and all of that myself and in previous relationships and you know, so it's certainly very important to me. But I also think too, you know, I mean, we have. I think what's really interesting about our community um, now, more so than ever, is that we just have these new ways to identify and 
you know, um, other than kind of what people expect for us to do, you know, being male or female and all of that. And so, you know, as an example, we're bringing uh, on a guest in a couple of weeks to talk about what it's like being black, but also identifying themselves as queer. Because that's typically a word that with enough community that you never really hear too much about. I mean, as I explained to the guys earlier when I was putting together, you know, trying to find someone to talk about this, you know, we've utilized the word SGL, you know, and or, or that's kind of been kind of at least being 35 years old and having come up and knowing the people that I know, that was kind of the big thing. Now it's kind of changing to these more non-binary gender forms of expression or third gender or gender queer. Like, it's all mm-hmm. these new ways that, you know, our community are representing themselves, which I think is wonderful. But I also think it's also somewhat taboo because some of us, you know, we like to stick within the, the LGBTQ kind of, you know, nomenclature, if you will, or some of us really like to stick with I'm a man or I'm a woman. And there are just some people who don't want to be that, and, but we don't talk about that really as black folks, and we really don't talk about it as black, you know, gay folks um, either. Uh-huh. And I feel like this is a great opportunity to really start enlightening people or enlightening our community and beyond to, you know, those types of, uh, of nuances because it's, 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 it's certainly something that should be, should be discussed. I mean, in our, in our Caucasian communities, you know, those things are, like, really kind of, like, second nature now <laughs> for right. us. Yeah. We're really just trying to, you know, break down the wall a little bit to even begin the discussion. So I feel that, you know, the show, you know, can be that platform to really talk about, you know, those things, even if we don't personally agree with, you know, the discussion or, or the person's perception or views, but it's something that still should be heard because it gives people their own ideas, it gives them to think, it gives them to maybe call to action for themselves in a way they never thought about before. And I think that's really important for the show. Or, you know, that, that, do you find, okay, because I'll tell you, I see a generational thing. When I first heard people go and they're using, like, they and them and right. being genderqueer, where the first conversation I heard about they and them came from uh, young African-Americans, and or other people of color, but then mm-hmm. there's that next generation who are like, well, you know, I don't know how I feel about they or them, or they say like, you know what, I could have worked with that they or them pronoun, but, you know, I've been using he or she so long, I can't go do it now. So how do you process or build that bridge across generations? How do you see the four of you doing that? going everywhere from our young queer member communities of color up to even like we've done shows with people who are like in their 70s, 80s. So how do you see bridging generations? Oh, can, can, I, can I speak to that first? This is Isaac. Certainly. Wait, Isaac. Um, <laughs> um, I think it's really, actually, like, as, as, I, as I listen to you talk, like I really feel like it's really simple. Um, you just treat people how you would want to be treated. You also treat people how they would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. So if this girl is transgendered or whatever, she grows up and she feels like she's a guy, then you call her he. You call her by her boy name. You call her by what she wants to be called. 
it's really that simple. Support and respect. Because exactly, it, mm-hmm. you at, at the at the same time you give her her you you give her her entire dignity because this is the person that she feels that she has grown up to be. So even mm-hmm. though I don't, even though I don't agree with like Caitlyn Jenner's like politics, mm-hmm. politics and all that, <laughs> I mean, to me she's 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 I mean she's you know I mean she's uh, a train wreck like literally yeah. But uh-huh. at the same time, I never call her he. Thank you. I respect her that much to call her she. Mhm. He has and lived we have to be willing entire... to go to the mat for that. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, like like she's lived her she's lived her entire life um being a he and she's always known that she was a she. So I'm going to respect her and call her she. Even though I hate her fucking politics, mm-hmm. <laughs> two different things. Two different things. It's two different things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, two different things. Okay, I'm done. Well, I, I, this is David. I want to speak to that as well. I, I feel that, as much as I agree with Isaac, you know, that it's about respect and giving someone their dignity. I think sometimes as people, we don't necessarily think about that first. I think we look at yep. uh, I think we look at what we see in front of us, yep. and sometimes mm-hmm. what's in front of us um, is just what it is. It is what it is, and so you in really the book, you in the book, <laughs> right? It's 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 kind of that that education process, you know, mm-hmm. having the conversations with this particular individual and understanding what it is. Um, that they need in order to feel respected. And even if it wasn't about pronouns and, and things like that, I just think that's a general thing for people naturally. And sometimes we do not take that time to really do that, really understand where a person's perspective, where they're coming from, how they want to be treated, and in what matters they want to be formed. And, and I give an example of that. You know, I worked at Howard Brown Health Center um, for mm-hmm. a year. And so I go into, you know, a, a meeting and, you know, it's very interesting. I've never been in a meeting where people begin the meeting and say, you know, what is your name and then what pronoun would you like to what be pronoun? represented in this space? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was my first, that was my mm. first um, mm-hmm. you know, encounter, if you will, with having to understand what pronouns were. And, and so very and interestingly enough, I guess I had, you know, called someone uh, a pronoun that they didn't like. And so mm. um, it wasn't on purpose. It was just, you know, I, you just, you're automatically, you know, looking at what you see in front of you. And so there was like a whole discussion that had to be had with me about the importance of, of pronouns. So even though it David. wasn't something I did, you know, intentionally, it was David, something question. that, yes, yes. Question. Please tell me who this happened to. And what pronoun you use? So it was it was a it was a female who wanted to be called he. Ah, and you said she. You said girl. And I said she. Correct. And ah, so it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. 
So it wasn't something that it was, you know, I did intentionally, but it was just something that, you know, I'm looking at someone and who, who picture view looks female to me. So that's what, you know, I said. Um, so that mm-hmm. took a while for me to even get used to myself, um, to be quite mm-hmm. honest with you. And I'm someone who that, identifies as gay deep. and a boy. And so that's awesome. So, that, but that, that, that's really awesome. This is an awesome story. Yeah. So I always, so I always say, so I always say to people, you know, sometimes even for those individuals who may not conform to the genders of which they had been, you know, naturally assigned, you know, sometimes that's an education process for them to alert others. So I think it's a two-way street. You know, I really do think mm-hmm. it's a two-way street. Um, and so that that's kind of my whole piece with that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think. You know, there's so much. I think that's the whole point of, of bridging the gap. Sometimes the gaps may not be young and old. <laughs> you know, it mm-hmm. may right. be, it may right. be um, you know, gender gaps. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, You're right, You're right. You know, mm-hmm. and understanding what that is. And so I think hopefully what the show will do is really provide that space and opportunity where we can talk about these things and really get people educated so that we can be a little bit more respectful of one another, make sure that we all have the dignity that we rightfully deserve. And, and I think that's what we want to do. I think sometimes as, you know, as black people, we know that, you know, we're marginalized. I think as black gay people, we're even further <laughs> marginalized. Um, and I mm-hmm. feel that, you know, the show creates a platform where, we can break down some of that marginalization or people can understand the perspectives and the viewpoints of, of, of this community. And even if it's not just our community specifically, but just maybe the community, even communities where you may not be familiar with. I mean, Dre and, and I, I mean, and, um, uh, what is your name? Lennox. Okay. And Lennox. <laughs> You're Executive producer. Oh, sorry. Um, so as Lennox, right, Mr. Sorry. So as Lennox, Mr. So at right, that's right. I'm sorry, Mr. Executive Producer. So Lennox and um, Isaac. I mean Andre. I can't even get my names together right now. Andre and Isaac. I mean Andre and um, Lennox have brought to um, our attention a show that um, called Gaycation, and so this show. Um, really represents and discusses the trial. Did we lose David? Well, Gaycation is a show that actually. It's, 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 <laughs> yep. It's what happened? Life. And that's how they work. Yep, so you could pick it up. He'll be back in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gaycation is a show on Vice. Is David gone? I think he'll be probably right back. Okay. Gaycation is a show on Viceland where they travel around the world. Um, trying to figure out exactly uh, what rights and what gay people go through, like in Jamaica uh, or Japan or the, in, or in mm-hmm. the United States, even. Um, it's it's a fantastic show, actually. Um, uh, and David so Brad. I think I think what would, yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you guys seen the show at all? Not yet. No, I haven't. Or, but it's something I think I I did something I'd like uh-huh. to look into because I always, I do investigation to you know. On that, oh, that's something mm-hmm. I'm always thinking about. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, you should, you should yeah. totally check it out. But yeah, so no, it, okay. it, it really, 
it really puts in perspective that of uh, the, the gay rights that they don't have abroad and the things that we're struggling with here, I mean, they're still very, very poignant and very uh, pivotal. But, I mean, people in Jamaica, man, they're getting burned, mm-hmm. shot, mm-hmm. regularly just for being gay. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. So, yeah, so hopefully um, our show, I mean, bring those stories to the forefront where people recognize them and we can cause some action to take place across the world. I mean, that's that's an optim, a very optimistic goal, but, I mean, that's something that's on my heart that I, I hope we can accomplish. Uh, well, Welcome back, you David. You know, I am, I am, uh, oh, David's back. Hey, David. I'm back. No, he's back. Oh, oh he, yeah, I actually opened the mic. I'm here. Yep, I'm sorry. Here. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry about he's that. Here. Hey, David. I finished your point. We missed you. Well, no, I that's what I was saying. Well, no, I was pretty much, I was listening as you guys were uh, giving the point or what have you. And so I am, so pretty much that was that. It, it's like, you know, there's so many issues that are happening in this world across the country for, you know, in oh. our community. And, you know, we're brothers and sisters in this fight and struggle. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we need to be able to tell these stories and, and share this with everybody. I mean, we think that the rights that we deal with here are, are, are jacked up, and they are. But, I mean, there are a lot of people who who are us in other, in other countries who are dealing with a lot worse. Um, mm-hmm. And we need to be Because their governments have more, their, their governments have more power. Yeah. You I know. mean, we, and even us, well, that's, a, that's one point as well. But I also feel like, you know, it, it's one of those things, too, where it's about, you know, culture and education. I mean, sometimes culture has a really big impact on how uh, people are treated, how people are viewed, and, you know, all of that. I mean, we could talk about and that. Re- just and the one black thing is people. religion. Religion has did a number and religion. Across, the country, across the world. Religion has done a number, you know, on people of color. And we can contribute. Yeah, totally. The U.S. contributes to that over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say this too. Like I'm, a, like so I'm on the ground next week in North Carolina when where the anti-gay laws have been passed, and I can be discriminated against at you know at at a restaurant or even at a club or wherever I go. It, 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 it makes are you me are, are you are, are you going to where in North again? Carolina will you be? I'll be in Charlotte. Um, I'm actually doing a, I'm covering a story for uh, NPR, but I'm also doing something for the SIP as well. But, um, yeah, so I'll be in Charlotte, but it's all across the whole state of North Carolina. But, um, yeah, you're, I'm, I'm you're going to wear skinny jeans? Pardon? While, while you're in Charlotte, if you get a chance to talk to Lawana Mayfield, do you know Lawana? Uh-huh. No, I don't. Okay, Lawana she? is, she's a lesbian. She's on uh, Charlotte City Council. Um been out, been elected a couple of times. Catch up with uh-huh. her. I, I Do you know her personally? Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, actually. Let's talk offline yeah, sure so I can give you information. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be happy to talk to her. But yeah, because I, she has some really um, good points on what what this means, because, you know, Charlotte is very Moving in one way and the rest of the state is moving the another. So yeah, right. let's let's be sure and talk before you get down there. Yeah, she'd be perfect. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just really nervous about going there and being discriminated against, not knowing how to react, you know, properly or being be arrested.
dude. I don't know what the hell they do. But yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's scary either way. I mean, even across across the pond, and even in our own very country, it's it's, it's terrifying to be gay a little bit. But I see. I like to see. So I like to see them tell North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, whatever states say they want that. I like somebody to tell them. Okay, tell you what. When a tornado hit again, don't ask for my damn federal dollars. <laughs> and if yep. I gave you some money, I want you to go ahead and get your accountants together. And if it's only ten dollars, I want my ten dollars back. Screw you, Red Cross. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just right, with the game. When the gays conjure I mean, a tornado to ruin the southern the Bible Belt, uh, yeah, to, to ruin everything. <laughs> well, you know, I've always said that God just doesn't like trailer parts. I mean, you know, and I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> you don't have to have a burning bush. God is in a clear message. God doesn't like trailer parts. Okay? No, that's the ring. Oh, there he is. <laughs> that's the ring. That's a Facebook quote. So, did you think you would be where you are this quickly? And are you a little uh, apprehensive, scared, uh, welcoming to what's going to happen possibly in the future? I, I, can, I can answer that off the front <laughs> because I do a lot of the <laughs> I do a lot I do a lot of the show together. Um, uh, me and David actually really work hard to put so like a, a nice team together and. I'm actually frankly very surprised by how 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 people are really uh really gathering and really catching on to our to our Oh yeah, Larry. Um but still uh, I, I, I it it's actually is pretty scary. It's pretty scary that this could take off pretty huge and we're just, you know, four guys in Chicago trying to, you know, tell people's stories on the radio. So you know, it is it's, it's it's a little frightening. It is, but it's, it's also very exciting that if it does go to a bigger platform, that we'll be able to, you know, have a bigger audience and you know, visibility uh, across in Jamaica or in Hong Kong, where they're struggling to be who they are, and maybe we can promote some change there. Um, with the bigger visibility that we get, so it's both scary, it's both scary and exciting all at the same time. Well, how, you know, when, in talking about, you know, where you're going, but let's talk about where you are. How did this relationship with urban broadcast media come about? How did you end up at that space, using that as the platform for the ship? It's so interesting that we are at urban broadcast media because they are, like, the owner of urban broadcast media is a reverend. What's his name, David? That's what, I, that's what I heard. Uh, Dr. Dr. Leon, Dr. Leon, Dr. Leon Finney, Dr. Leon Finney, who's Reverend, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so when I pitched the show to them about having four gay black men talking about real issues that may involve penis sizes and um, gay sex, um, they were a little reluctant at first. But um, mm-hmm. the executive director of UBM um, really loved the show, and they really wanted some new voices on the show that wasn't like, you know, the pastor's wife and the pastor talking about relationships and all that stuff. They wanted something different, a little more edgy 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and and something that really comes with the time. You know, it's 2016. Days are like, you know, are, are did, did someone say edgy? I heard someone say edgy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so yeah, gay, gays and lesbians are on radio stations now. So it's I think they, it was, I think they just felt that it was the time to go with the times um, and be a part of something new. So yeah, that was a, it was an interesting process. I was surprised that they let us actually become a part of their network because of their extreme religious background that they have. Yeah, I know because I like when I first like clicked on it and I'm listening and it was like. There's a couple, and it's like, and they were saying, like, and get on the train. I'm going, like, what the heck? I said, man, do I maybe right. I have the wrong thing? You know, but then, and so when I was looking, I'm going, like, you, know, you are okay. not alone. No. <laughs> I am here with you. Uh, I'm going, like, wow. Wait, but, but then I'm going, like, well, this is a bold move. And, yeah. you know, and, and, and I said, to been a fly on the wall for that conversation. You want to talk about uh-huh. what? <laughs> right, right. It, it, and you going to do who? It is, a, it is a bold move. It's a bold move, and we really do commend them for taking a chance on us because this is yeah, really a totally a different area. There's no show like it ever that's been on UBM, so... We give we really do applaud Urban Broadcast Media for being progressive and being absolutely. I cyberclap cyberclap. When we got there for when we got there for the first rehearsal, there were like all these signs on the walls that says no alcoholic beverages, and it was so funny because. Because we were like, well, we're the sick. We're the sick. So, <laughs> no, literally, literally. Lyrics is like, and well, said, but this is communion set. wine. So, yeah. <laughs> and then, and, and it was so funny because we, uh, we, because just because it was our first meeting, everyone brought, brought wine. So there was like <laughs> more wine. There was more wine than we would normally have. But like, Three of us brought wine, so yeah. There was, I mean, so there was like there was red wine, there was white wine, there was just a lot of wine. Okay, yeah. and then really... like, yeah. So some of the higher ups uh, of the station like came down and were like, "Oh, you guys are drinking. Oh, let us help you." And then it was so funny because, <laughs> oh wow, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. so, a... because. It, Really, like, right? Am I? Am I? Not, I'm not lying. Um, yeah, they all no started drinking. You're lying. Isaac. No, you're lying. Oh God, whatever, <laughs> whatever, Dre. Yeah, that did not happen. But, but yeah, like it happened, and like they totally embraced us so much that we were like, oh my God, like I kind of feel like this is a family, <laughs> and. <laughs> And so that happened, and then when we came back, like, it was so funny, because, like, last Friday we came back, and Linux was like, oh, so the wine, the wine people, they totally are supporting us, and they send us a case of wine. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, oh, my God, I Googled it. It's like $100 a bottle. <laughs> so, so we were drinking, and so then we were like, "No, we can't do that because you know, the owner is in the kitchen having a meeting, 
and he's like, oh, whatever, I pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, Linux, no. We're not going to do that. We're going to hide the wine until he leaves, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, Isaac, best co-host ever. Mean it? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But okay, so, that. okay, so we we've clearly and it got the name of the sip and the sip. But how did that happen? How did you decide right. it's going to be the sip? The sip. Oh, David can answer that question. David, David, <laughs> David. Um, so I came. Well, I came up with the name. Um, because I knew I wanted to play on tea, okay? Uh-huh. So, you know, we knew that we were going to be spilling some tea. But at the same time, when we spill tea, if you will, it's still something that we want people to savor. And when I thought of savoring, I thought of sipping. Like if you're sipping a drink or wine or what have you, you know, you're savoring it. You're sipping it. You're savoring through the sipping. So I was like, the sip. And so something that really people can, like, take in and, and really, like, feel. And so, I mean, and so that was kind of the name of it. That's where the name originated from. And then, of course, you know, we, um, <laughs> we bonded over, you know, wine when we had our first meeting. So it was just very ironic that the show would be called The Sip and then we love to have wine. And so we kind of, it was just very interesting how that all happened and then how we, like, so we did the show. It was like, Wine had to be a character, of right? The show. Like it literally had character. to be, right? It its literally had character. to be, like a part of our dynamic. Um, and of course, not to get you know drunk or whatever, but you know just a part of it. And so, and really using it as a way to bond, as it was our bonding technique. And I think a lot of people bond over you know going to wine tastings or having wine at their friends' houses. Talking or dinner or whatever or dinner or food so it just or food, or food, yeah. yeah so it just really became a part of the the dynamic so that's where the sip name came from and so everybody was like oh we love that we love the the play on tea but it's not really tea because that's so <laughs> cliche for us <laughs> so right that's where the yeah. name came from that's where the name came from yeah so I'm gonna show my NPR cred. Have you heard, I, I, when I first saw the tip, what came to my mind is, is that it's a show called, what is it, The Dinner Party? And mm-hmm. I immediately mm-hmm. thought about sipping wine. I said, oh, I wonder if you're going to be like that. But you're so much better. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. You're so That's much really better, kind. you know. You guys are mm-hmm. so kind. Thank you so much. We're trying our best, Sal. We really are. We really are. <laughs> it, 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 it's, been a, it's been a little bit of a struggle trying to figure out, you know, what – what topics to talk about that hasn't been talked about and made, you know, talked about really. But then we just kind of go to ourselves and try to like, you know, just think, what do we want to hear about? What do we want to talk about? What, mm-hmm. happens, what, what, what can we talk about with our, our friends or our family that we can put on the air? So, so that's very kind of you guys to say that. So thank you. But Lenny, let, let, me, let me say this to you, though. Even though you just said that you won't want to hear kind of like some of what other people talked about, it's your span. It's the spin of the sip and how you bring it. So you could talk about every time. You could go back and pull every topic that we've ever talked about. It's going to be your spin, your way, and it's going to be totally different. So how far in advance are you planning? Your, you know, because Terry and I go through, you know, our planning from hell. 
I think what we're quarterly at least. Uh, yeah, although quarterly. with the flexibility of changing, you know, it can change in a heartbeat. But quarterly, we try to be grown ups and sit down and plan <laughs> and have. A, we're going to talk about this and this. Oh, and this is happening, and be very logical. And you know, although that can change like in a heartbeat. How right. often do you? guys sort of sit down and say, okay, this is what we want to talk about with the flexibility to be current. Well, so before I you answer that, uh, whoever got the TV behind them, can you cut the TV down? Right, whoever got that TV behind oh, them, turn it off. Oh, yikes. Okay, sorry, that's yes. probably me. <laughs> um, um, I really, I mean, not that I feel, but I know that we actually talk to each other every single day. Mm-hmm. So... Mm. Um, you know, I I don't know how we come across, but we literally talk to each other every single day, um, for a lot of hours in, in each day and plan for every show. So, so we're planned out actually. We're planned out to well, – when we first started out, we planned – you know, we were going week by week. It was it was a bit of a hustle. Um, mm-hmm. But now that we, we we put out a lot of requests for interviews and stuff, so we've got a pretty tight schedule up until, what, mid-May maybe, mid-May, and we have some pretty pretty big, pretty big people. We have a uh, – um, this is a bit of an exclusive, actually um, – <laughs> Cornelia Smith Jr. Um, from Scandal. He's a new Columbus short. He's going to be mm-hmm. on our show. Ruben Scudder is going to be on our show. Um, uh, Clinton Kelly from The Chew. I don't know if you guys watch that show. He's going to be one of our oh, guests yeah. on the show. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you heard it first here on Can We Talk Food? And you heard it first here on Can We, can we Keep It Real? Exclusive. Exclusive. So yeah, so so we're gonna have to and I mean, we're gonna have people from the community too, um, that do different things. Um there's an organization that out of D C that um gives uh scholarships to uh kids that are going gay gay kids that are going to uh HBCUs. So we want to talk to them too, and, and and get you know figure out how that's working out. So yeah, we're we're gonna to try to keep it really, really um, uh, versatile um, uh, in the aspect where we get you know the whole entertainment world, but we also get our world as well. Yeah, that's I think that's a good um, I think that's a good way to put it. I think you know right now we're up till May, and we do talk daily because things change on a daily basis. I think that's the one thing that we're Realizing yeah. with the show that you know someone could pull out, you know, a, a, a celebrity a could pull out even in a second if something else comes <laughs> up or whatever. And so we mm-hmm. always have to find something to replace it. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think too that one one good thing that we do do um, is how we handle our hot topics. And most of the hot topics that we talk about are really kind of what's happening like now. It happened that week. Um, or maybe a little bit pr- the week prior with some carryover, you know, to the next week uh, within social media or within the news. Um, and so we try to, you know, keep the topics as relevant as much as possible and kind of uh-huh. what people are talking about to stay, to stay kind of fresh and current. So that's something we uh-huh. really try to, um, to stay, I think, a keen to. And I think the other thing that we're looking at as well 
is you know also just kind of shaping the shows and formatting the shows shows maybe from a, a thematic point of view. And, and so as we want to talk about all the serious, you know, things that are happening, you know, around the country, you know, around the world, you know, we also want to throw in the playful things, you know, because, you know, life is about how, I mean, life is, is multifaceted and, you know, we deal with the good and we deal with the bad. And I think that we need to throw some of those really feel good stories in there and feel good pieces, you know, to really show folks that you, our versatility, as Linux put it, and also to, you know, just to, to laugh a little bit. Life is hard enough as it is. You know what I mean? Oh, David, you're going to make me cry. And I think that I think that one of the things about the show is that we, you know, we all, I mean, not to be cliche, so you know, the cry and the laughter and all of that, you know, we really want people to walk away with, with, with something that we feel is real, not because we're being mean-spirited and in the spirit of keeping it real, we're, you know, reading people for points and things like that, but being able to, you know, give our perspectives that may not necessarily be the most favorable, but also at times give you a little bit of fun and energy and laughter, you know, that you may need uh, to pep up your day or whatever. I, mean, I yeah, love you, an David, example. and I mean that. I love you, I love you David. <laughs> and I love mean you, Isaac. I think ah. the other thing, <laughs> he always says he speaks his mind. Um, so I think the I think the other I thing to that is fact. even even as even for the dating David segments, you know, we really try to keep those lighthearted. I mean, uh-huh. you know, as an example, you probably heard, you know, someone someone said that I was petty, you know, for feeling how I was feeling about the Groupon date um, uh-huh. and all of that, you know, and. <laughs> It was just really fun. It was really fun. Exactly. It was just really fun. It was really, 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 really fun. Really? Uh, it was really, really fun. So I'm like, okay. On the fifth page, he was like, oh, my God, this is heavy. And so then somebody else did, too. And I was like, it's heavy. The kids are saying you fat. Like, and oh God, we also like every good. show we try to every show we try to end on a light that's on a light note. That's, that's our thing. Oh, and like, we always want to end on a light note. Every show we don't want to end on any heavy or hard hitting topic. We just want to end on a light. light on. We are really good. I mean, we are really going up. Like, uh, I need to. I need to do. I need to. No, they want you to call in, yeah. but when you come. <laughs> Oh, man. Man, so, really so, so what kind of what what's the craziest feedback you've gotten from somebody other than the fact that that somebody was being petty with their Groupon desk? It's funny you say that because today I was I was posting the article on um um uh, a, on the Chicago Tribune article style. about our show. You know my roommate, Isaac, you know, he's the worst he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, now, is that David in the background? I don't know whose background that is. Is that? I hope that's not Isaac. Gosh. Um, but no, so yeah, we had a, we had a comment from somebody on, um, on, that saw our, our picture and it was like, and then, you know, the, the headline reads that um, a new radio show promises to change the way you think about gay black men. And then some guy had put a comment saying, oh, you guys look like the same type of gay man that we see on Zoe or whatever, you know, 
you know, the flamboyant kind of thing. And I was like, dude, no. We went to Ivy League schools. We're smart. Mm-hmm. We talked to Ivy League. No, we're not those guys at all. Give us a chance. And so he said he would look for that this week. But, yeah, so that's one of the bad ones <clears throat> I've heard. Have you heard any bad ones feedback at all? Well, um, well but, 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 I'm sorry. Before you say that, <laughs> I told Lindsay that – I told Lennox that, you know, I'm I'm really glad that, you know, you were the person to respond to him because I would have said some other shit. So <laughs> What would you have said? I find Oh no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. We're new. We're new. We're new. And, but I would have said some other shit. But I'm I'm really glad that Linux like handled it, and you know he is our fearless leader, and um, I'm glad that he handled it in a very professional way. But I would have said some other shit because like when you don't know a person, like how can you say something like that? How do you how do you how do you see a person and know that they're loud? That's a whole nother sensory. Like it's. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. You can't you uh-huh. can't know that. You can't see a picture of me and know that I'm loud. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So yeah, that was one of the, yeah he did say uh, you guys look loud and I I didn't know what that meant but um, yeah so that was one of the bad comments but so far we've been really getting a lot of great feedback from people. Um, genuinely too because you know how people say oh we love your show love your show. And it's not, you know, you can tell it's disingenuous, but um, but no, uh-huh. we've been getting a lot love of good feedback. Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Yeah, love you, mean it, kind of thing. But yeah, we've been getting a lot of good feedback. So. I have a, and if you met him on the street, they couldn't tell you one thing about it, you know. <laughs> right. right, exactly. Uh, right. Right. So, right, exactly. Exactly. I also think too, it's one of those things, you know. I mean, we're putting ourselves out there in, in a more, I mean, I've always been pretty public, you know, so I think everybody who knows me knows that I've been pretty public about, you know, my life and the work that I do. I mean, working in PR, you, you pretty much are, are pretty public. And, and so, you know, I don't really, I'm not too concerned about kind of what people think of us. I think I'm more so concerned about making sure that they understand, you know, the content of, uh, the content of what we're doing and the purpose yeah. of what we're doing, and really keeping it solely focused on that. Because people are going to say a whole bunch of things about us no matter what. I mean, to so the guy that said that we look like we're going to, you know, read people, you know, <laughs> and, and, and all that type of stuff, To I mean, David, he actually <laughs> said, David, he actually said that we were, we were just the smarter, the read, the read the podcast. We're just smarter than, like, we're, like the, we're the guys that are smarter than the read, the people that do the read. I thought that oh, then the funny. read, yes. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're smarter than the guys who do the read. So funny enough, yeah. he kind of gave us a backhanded. He kind of gave us a backhanded compliment, right? Um, uh-huh. If you, if you will, because actually, which we both enjoy, I enjoy the read, but they have a different I platform. Agree. You know, their platform is built uh-huh. on. I don't want to say tearing people down, but it's really about you know spilling, you know, spilling the tea and being shady as part of their their dynamic. But for us, I don't think it's about that. Our dynamic is more about storytelling, truth selling, and really providing content that is relevant and being able to talk about it. Now sometimes there may be some truth. There may be some read in the truth. Now we all right. have been in, in that situation, but it's a difference when I think you're, you know, coming for someone with the intention of of malice. 
And I feel, and that's not what we're here to do. I think we're here to really, you know, state what's happening within the community, state what's happening within the world. From our point of view and our perspective, which is probably somewhat representative of, of many people who look like us. That, I think that's mm-hmm. just pretty much it at the end of the day. And so to all of those individuals, you know, who have something to say about who we are, you know, I always just say maybe you should listen to the show, maybe try to find a way to connect with us, and then really get to know how genuine we are. And the point of our show is to be genuine and to provide information that we feel you need to know and be able to live your life and move forward with. And a lot of this, and funny enough, I mean, I've learned a lot just by being on the show with these gentlemen. I mean, I've been friends with them for years, and we've talked about everything. But, you know, sometimes you may not spill all of your tea to your friends. (laughs) And so I think, you know, with this show, a lot of things have come to light, which have been pretty funny and hilarious. And we're, like, having a blast. So I feel like that's what people should walk away from, walk away from this way. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that, I think that you're unique, you know, that every show needs to be unique. I mean, there's a, we, like you said, like you're showing that we have lots of He's voices. Totally and we, my thing, we, like, oh, yeah, we do have lots of voices. So it's, you know, there's room for a lot of them. I often tell people, you know, no one has to be like the sun. It's like we've got a whole galaxy and we're all stars. Right. Right. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I actually, I got a comment yesterday from a, a listener um, saying that uh, I sound wider than usual. I was like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? I've been hearing this since Catholic school. But, uh, oh, like, God. Did I hear Catholic school? Oh, my God. <laughs> We're related. We're related. Yeah, we always right, have right, to right. Right. But No. He said something he said something very poignant to me. He's like, you guys don't sound anything like I've heard before um, in, a, in a gay black male. I, and I was like, what are you expecting to hear? He's like, I'm just expecting to hear some flamboyant, you know, girl this, bitch that, da 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 snap her fingers, all that kind of stuff. But you guys have a different voice that I'm not used to hearing. So, and I was like, oh, that's a compliment. Well, there's a compliment there somewhere. But, yeah, thank you. So, yeah, so we get uh, mixed reviews from, you know, different people. And, that, I mean, that's to be expected. But, I mean, as you guys probably know, too, you guys probably get mixed reviews from people that love you guys and hate you guys. Um, uh-huh. Just keep it moving. Yeah. Well, I think that the the compliment that you got, Lennox, was actually, you know, really, like, supportive of us. Like, I think that we do give uh we give a different point of view and it's not just one, it's like four <laughs> yeah, different points of view. You know what I mean? Like we're not, we're like, we're not cloned. We're not like four of the same people. We are four very different people. Yeah. And, and we have, you know, subsets of ourselves and we, so we have friends and that group of friends and that group of friends and that group of friends. And, you know, it kind of like all comes together at some point. And I think that, you know, the SIP is that point. Yep. Well said. Yeah. Finally. Finally, I think. <laughs> That's something uh, meaningful. Well done. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very nicely. 
Uh, Linux, 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 go to hell. It's just how we roll. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> so when you come it's up, let's just say, David, you decided that you had a guest and you, you, know, you did the research and everybody was like, you know what, great guest, let's go ahead and have him on. Do you take the lead of that show, or is it just always Linux starts it and then everybody kicks in? How do you decide who kind of takes that lead to start it off? Um, well, I think kind of what we've been doing, which I think has been kind of organic, is mm-hmm. how we – I think we talk about the shows. We kind of, you know, we kind of say what we would like to do, and then we literally ask each other, is that something you would like to lead? And then we'll chime in. And so mm-hmm. as an example, I mean, when we talked about the African um, – when we talked about African City – you know, I mean, I'm very well familiar with the show because I've seen, you know, both seasons. And so, um, and I've been very, like, it's, it's such a great show. And I was like, okay, I must lead that. Like, I was like, okay, guys, I must lead it. Chime in with your questions, but I certainly want to take that on. And so every time when someone has brought, like, something really great to the table, you know, we're like, oh, well, well, you know, would you like to lead that? How would you like us to handle Because we're a team. So I don't think it's about, you know, that. I just think that we just say, hey, what makes sense? Or if you're very passionate about it, let's, you know, go ahead and have you lead that particular sector and we'll come in and support you. And it's like, okay. And that's pretty much how the rhythm has been happening. And I think it's been working out pretty great, um, you know, with everything. So that's pretty much how we do it. Um and so, yeah, yeah, I think I think that's yeah. pretty much it, right, Lennox? Yeah, we like to cater to people's passions um, and what they really, uh, you know, you know, really, really are comfortable with. So, yeah, uh, I, all the new stuff I usually typically leave um, um, the questions and political stuff are usually with Isaac and health is with, with uh, Dre and relationship stuff is with David and fashion. And, some TV sometimes shows. So, it, yeah, it, it just depends on which category you're passionate about. I mean, if you want to passion about, you're more passionate, to, you, you're, you're more likely to display that on air, and people can feel it and feel the energy of it. So, yeah, we we're, we're, we definitely are a team in that aspect. Yeah, I mean, and I think it works out great that way. I feel like, you yeah. know, I think sometimes as a journalist, and I think Lennox can attest to this, I think sometimes you're kind of thrown in as, okay, you must do this, you have to do this, you have to talk about this. And sometimes, it's, and it's okay, I think we all are adept um, in, in a lot of things, but sometimes you may, there may be someone who's better for the job, <laughs> you know, right. better really pulling across the audience or maybe have a better rapport with, you know, our, um, with our guests. And so I think that's more or less kind of how we, we look at it, and then we just kind of, you know, bring in our own individual flavor. So, I think that's kind of how we'll continue to move the show forward. Um, and then, of course, if that changes, then it changes. <laughs> right, right. Uh-huh. I concur. I concur. I concur. Okay. So yeah. if you had to, if you wanted to say something special um, to our listening audience, you know, each one of you take a, take a turn. Uh, I think we lost Isaac, though. Oh, not Isaac. I think we lost Andre. Yeah, Dre um, had to get off the meeting. Sorry. Okay. 
That's okay. Right. So if you had, if there was something you wanted to say to them, what would it be? And whoever wants to start, just leave them with. Uh, I'll go first. Actually, I'm Isaac. I want to say that this show has given all of us like a not just a voice but a bigger voice because I think we we all have been voices um, solo (laughs) uh, before we came together. Um, But at the same time, I know that we all come from families who like support us and I really want more black families to be like ours which is supportive of their of their LGBT you know sons, daughters, nieces, nephews, cousins, uncles, whatever, whatever aunts, whatever it may be. Like I want them to be supportive of them. Because we're a part of black culture as well. I mean, we're like a serious part of black culture. But, you know, at some point, you know, we are more apt to be ignored, you know, even like in our media. Or if we are in our media, we are, you know, we're caricatures of ourselves. So I just want us to, like, just embrace us like you would anybody a relative, a straight person, or whatever, and just like you know, just like know that it's okay. Like we're not like we're not like you know anything bad. We're just normal people who just have different things going on uh, sexually. <laughs> and I, I hate to say it that way, but yeah, we just have different things going on sexually, and that's it. Okay. Personally, I I, I think, and this is more like from, it's definitely from the heart, but um, what I want people to take away from our show and this conversation really is that uh, we really want you to be who you are. And and I think that we convey that in our show, on our show. Um, We want you to feel comfortable about talking about different issues. I mean, David gets on me all the time because I'm such, I'm, I'm extremely sexually free about talking about my sex life <laughs> in a second. <laughs> and David just clutches, clutches, clutches his uh, freshwater pearls in a second <laughs> when he hears about it. But no, um, yeah, I just, you, I, I want people to, to know that we're authentically who we are on and off the air. Um, and um, they can trust us. And I, I think a lot of people don't think that they can trust a lot of their, the personalities that are on these radio shows or um, on TV. But, you know, they can truly trust us that we will take care of, like we will nurture this story, make sure that it's a story that's worthy to be told. We, we, you know, we're not about the gotcha journalism um, mm-hmm. or anything like that. We mm-hmm. are authentically here <clears throat> for them. I mean, I mean, we are here to to give them a voice, to give them validity. I mean, essentially, we we want to make them feel valid. So, um, 
that's 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 our takeaway footage for from from my perspective from the show. We I, we want to give everyone that listens that wants to be a part of our show validity and let them know that their story matters. So that's mine. And I really believe in Linux, just for the record. <laughs> Thank you, Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I also, well, Go ahead, David. From from my point of view, I'm looking at it from the perspective of we just really want everyone to just start thinking in ways that they may have never thought about before. Um, This is an opportunity to really, you know, examine, you know, some of the issues that are really happening within our communities, not only in Chicago or the country, but around the world. And, you know, really just talk about them and really get those ideas out there about, you know, what change looks like, what can we do to work together to make those changes. But also we want to be playful. You know, we want the audience to know that, you know, even in those serious moments, it's okay to be playful, you know, and that it's to have a good time because that's what life is about. And so even though we're enduring, you know, the situations within our lives that are somewhat, you know, daunting, um, potentially, you know, can it really, it really impact our lives in, in, in such a horrible way. But it, it can, there's still opportunities for you to smile. And I, I want people to be able to listen to the show and know that they can get that news and get that information that is not being shared, but also know that they can smile, that we provide yeah. an opportunity for them to be able to laugh. And, you know, and it may get a little crazy, you know, you might hear a couple of girls and, you know, whatever, because, you know, that's how we relate to one another. And I think that's real. You know, I think that's just who we are as friends, who we are as hosts. And we want people to really just take that away. And then hopefully maybe they can start to be maybe a little bit more real with themselves, a little bit more real with their friends, you know, a little bit more real about how they live their lives. And hopefully maybe that we can be that conduit, you know, for people to, to really do that, whether you're gay or not. <laughs> To be quite honest, right? Um, oh my God, overall. David, David Dodd. You know I love the word conduit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do. Stop it. Overall, overall, we, overall, uh, I think we just want them to know that they matter. And I know that sounds cliche mm-hmm. and everything, but that's really it. But that we just want them to know that they um, they matter. They exist. We see you. <laughs> You're there. We can see you. That's 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 our that's the in a nutshell. That's our goal for the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, nice. especially from voices that are never really heard. You know. Yeah. We don't have a black. We don't have a. I feel like you know we always talk about this, and I'm not even referencing you know the the radio shows, the current shows where you know, in that perspective, from a talk perspective, I guess what I reference is. There's just not so many images of of black gay men that are diverse in, in, in how they're seen and how they're heard. And so it's not taking away from members of our community who may who may be what we typically see because I enjoy them as well. I think everybody enjoys that and they have a voice as well. But there are other voices that need to be that need to come through through the community and I think each of us have, you know, those different types of voices with different types of perspectives and experiences that a lot of people probably have not even had. And so I think, you know, it really, you know, presents an opportunity for us to really, you know, 
be, you know, the face, if you will, or the faces, or some of the faces of what it is to be, you know, a black gay man living in the 21st century. <laughs> um, well, yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, it took a while, but you got us there, David. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally believe everything you just said. And I just, I mean, I just want to like, you know, I just want to second whatever David just said, okay? <laughs> because huh. it's a, that's, exa- that's exactly what this is. Like, there's nothing I can add to it. Really? So, you know, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I think that one of the things, and, and I'll tell you why I wanted you guys on and why I'm so happy that you're on, is because how we walk through life. It, it makes a change, and it's like exactly what you're saying that you're doing. You're bringing a different perspective. You're you're saying to somebody who might just look at those pictures and see, mm, I could look like him. I could be something other than just this one block that I live in and be out and be gay and be proud, and then to listen in it to say that, you know what, I don't just have to have one viewpoint. I can be funny, no. I can be serious, I can do this, I can be a nerd, I can be funny, you know. I can I can go I get, out and, and, I, and sip some wine. I can be and a I black think that that's gay, so, I can be a black gay nerd male. <laughs> I mean, you know what, and that is so important. We are a truly wonderful, beautiful, diverse community, and that's what you guys are bringing. There's room for all these voices, but you're bringing it in a way that also is going to help our community, while they're laughing and having their sip, and and you know mm-hmm. maybe spilling a little tea, mm-hmm. thinking critically about something other than what they see every day, and that's how we all take that next absolutely. step forward. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, I think he, I, he I do that want to, to. That was all, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I, I do want to, to thank. Thank you all. I mean, you know, and we will be listening. I'll be calling you up back, yep. bugging you. I sent you a link. I've already let Lawana know you're coming. And, but we will Perfect. talk about that. And you know that you are now part of the Can We Talk For Real um, family. <laughs> and, you know, you know, you're part Thank of you us. Guys. You're part of us. For yeah. real. And, you know, we, we had a good and, you know, and there's sometimes there's people who we go like, well, you know, we don't have a space for that. Or, you know, call us, we'll call you. But we're family, and you know, I'm gonna have a sip we, for you. For you, yeah, please. Right, right, go down. Down. <laughs> it has to be That's alcohol. <laughs> she got this sip. We would love to reciprocate the favor and have you guys on our show for sure and to talk about yes, absolutely topics. Yeah. I think that would be really fun too. And, have some wine with cool. us. So that means you got to come down to Chicago. Right, see. Hey, come to Chicago. Hey, awesome. it, 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 hey. Now, hey I, I can make that 94 run in a heartbeat. <laughs> yes, you can. Right. Right. I, I have that well, speed record well, going from Detroit to Chicago. <laughs> we're we ready. ready. We're ready. We're ready. Definitely. Well, fellas, we appreciate you coming on the show. It was a blast. Thank, thank you so you. much. Uh, yeah, well, thank you we, so much. Definitely got to keep in touch a lot and maybe do some things. Absolutely. Uh, yep. 
right. So good night to you three. Good night, guys. Bye, listeners. Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Can we talk for real? (laughs) Any time. They were super. That was fun. That was fun. So, yeah, so that's where we go when we talk about support. Um, We bring people on. We talk to people. We let you get to get on the inside of what they're doing, who they are, and then we tell you support them. They're part of a uh-huh. bigger community, you know. So Friday night, y'all know you ain't doing nothing. Listen to the strip. Right. <laughs> That's right. Or you can listen so, to the strip before you go out and, and do exactly. what you're gonna do. <laughs> right. Yeah. Listen to the sip. Sip a little bit and then going out and drink. <laughs> and then you'll have a pleasant conversation at the bar. Who knows? You'll get lucky. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting up in the bar and have your own talk. So hey. Uh-huh. That's perfect. So Michelle, are we um do, are we gonna surprise him again about next week? No, next week we have a poetic activist diva back. We're going to have uh Kalima Lotmama Johnson who will be uh-huh. with us for her other passion, the Sasha Center, which is dealing uh-huh with victims of sexual abuse. You know, this is sexual um, sexual assault awareness, awareness month. month. And mm-hmm. um, she's going to do, you know, every year Sasha Center does a take back the night. They work with so many women who have been victims of sexual assault. If you remember from last year, um, mm-hmm. Kalima was working with not only the NBA, but the WNBA NBA, on right. issues of sexual assault. And if we're lucky, maybe she'll spit a little poetry at the end, too. But um, it's always an honor to have her on and to support the amazing work of the Sasha Center and what they're doing for victims of sexual assault, not just women, men. And she'll probably even talk about that, you know, even that we'll have to get over to the SIP, talk about, right, you know, right, it's, right. Not, it's not just, women who are victims of sexual assault and need to be aware of it and need to feel a safe space where they can talk about it and heal. Perfect. Nice. That's always a good conversation with her. Uh Perfect. Well, Michelle, it's about that time. It's about that time. So we will see everyone next week, same time, Uh same place, new topic, new guest, Exciting conversation. This is Terry from Can We Talk For Real. I want to say good night. Good night, Terry. Talk to you. Good night, Michelle. Talk to you later. All right, bye bye. Okay.